the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and if you'd like to join us, if you have a car question, now's the time to call in. All five lines are available, and Jeremy is done sleeping for the first hour, so he's ready at 602-508-0960. Sleeping? That wasn't very nice. (laughs) 602-508-0960. Don't stick up for him. Don't stick up for him. But anyway, he's worth sticking up for. Yes, he is. Him and Gil are just uh, two two engineers that uh, that have really really helped uh, get this show on the air mm-hmm. and uh, and and most of the technical problems are on our end so um, we're we're fighting through those we were talking about good car repair shops and transmission shops is uh, the one where you're most likely to uh, end up being dissatisfied and here's why there are um, there are a few transmission shops in the uh, valley that are going to tell you after an examination of your car they are going to look you in the eye and with all the confidence you've ever seen anybody ever have say I know how to fix this um, I'm, I'm going to tell you now I think I can do this for sixteen seventeen eighteen hundred dollars and uh, you know I, I can fix this and so you're going to say yes what you don't know is is that th- once they get your transmission out of your car and in 2,000 pieces, they're going to call you back and up the bill. I did a case not too long ago where I was hired by an attorney. And the situation involves taking the car in, and this is exactly what happened. It was $1,300, dollars $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $
there's some transmission shops in the valley that I promise you will treat you fairly, and quality transmission in Tempe is one of them. So if you want somebody to drive your car, if you want somebody to talk to, if you want somebody to just bounce off some ideas to, or if you can demonstrate the problem, which is really what we want you to be able to do, then stop by Quality Transmission. They're on McClintock North of University in Tempe. Let's go to the phones. And who is that? Ray. Ray, good morning to you. How can I help you? Well, good morning. I have a real general question, and it's kind of simple. But um, I downshift a lot. I have a five-speed automatic that has the... uh, the paddles on it, I can control the, the gear. And uh, yes, sir. I normally downshift um, more quarter mile. When I see a red light, I put it in the fourth and then gradually. But I never run the uh, RPMs above 2,000. I pull it there in the normal range. Is this harmful to the, um, to the engine, to the motor mounts, to the transmission, or am I okay with this, this practice? No, there, there's nothing wrong with your practice, and as a matter of fact, I don't think you should limit it to 2,000 RPMs. I think you should be in the 3,000 RPMs, and I'll tell you why. Part of the benefit of downshifting is is that you use your brakes a lot less, and your car's going to slow down a lot faster, and your car's going to benefit from the higher RPM and the compression if you were to move that 2,000 to 3,000 or somewhere comfortable, but I don't want you to just hang on 2,000. I just want you to be comfortable and listen to the engine and listen to the speed and watch your speedometer. But nothing you're you're doing is things that I don't do. My well, wife will a, tell you that when we're... Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, it started with noticing that the air conditioning um, warms up when I'm at a stop, you know, or, or yeah, the engine's not revved up. Uh, so... My main purpose is to make uh, the compressor work a little faster to keep it cool. So by the time I get to the stop, it, it's still co- cooling pretty well. All right. Well, why don't we just fix your air conditioning? Well, it's a new car. Well, I mean, it's done that from the beginning. It's a 2013. Well, how old is it? Three. It's a 13? Yeah. Okay. And how many miles are on it? About 30,000. Okay. Well, it's three years old, and there's going to be some loss of refrigerant. Uh, let me tell you a story. A guy calls me up on the radio one day, and he says he has a Volvo, and he hasn't had had a service. It's five years old, and, and it does what yours is doing. And I said, you know, really and truly, he, and he's scared. He's scared he's going to go in, and they're going to give him a thousand, two thousand dollar bill, and blah, 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 blah. And I said to him, that's not what I would do. I'd find somebody with a piece of equipment that's going to suck out all your Freon. They're going to measure it, and they're going to look at the sticker on the car, and the car says it takes 30 ounces, and they're going to say, oh, it's got 24 ounces in it. So we're going to clean up your 24 and put it right back in. We're going to add 6 ounces to it. This is the first time we've ever had a dipstick for the Freon level in your trans- in your, uh, in your automatic transmission. In your automatic. I'm looking at the word automatic transmission. <laughs> in your air conditioning. And, and I said, you know what? I said, to just prove the point, I said, I'm going to give you a total, uh, a top-of-the-end price of, I think, a 135 I gave him. And I said, you bring it over to my shop, and I'll do it. And I called him back, and I said, what do you think? And he goes, oh, all the difference in the world. He oh. said, oh, my. And he says, and for, for 100 and, I think it was $125 was his final bill. So I, I, I think... Now, there's guys out there that are going to argue with our conversation because there's transmission guys out there that are saying, wait a minute, he's downshifting on his paddle shifting. He's going against the grain. Otherwise, he's using his clutches a lot more than he's – and he's using his clutches on the downhill side, not the uphill side. 
So, and the downhill side's carrying the entire weight of the, the engine and the transmission in the car, and I would argue that so is the uphill side. But there's going to be some argument in our industry whether you and I, whether they agree with me and you about downshifting. But as far as if you're doing it just for your air conditioning system, I, I want to prod you and just calling around, finding a shop, ask your shop, can you pull my refrigerant out? And here's the question, are you going to sell it back to me? You see, we just charge, I think it's $125, give or take 15 bucks. we, we tell them, because we don't know how much well, that's worth it. I intend to keep it, um, and that's not so much. Uh, I think it's really worth a try. I, I like the idea, and uh, you know, I always uh, change the uh, the water, the freon. I I also change the transmission oil every three years. Clean it Things out. Like so okay. there is, it's like ten or fifteen dollars. In addition so that, that that's what I do is 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 after three years and thirty thousand miles you've been around the world one time at thirty thousand miles because the equator is twenty five thousand miles actually it's twenty four thousand eight hundred and four miles but if you'll let me just budget a bit I'll say twenty five thousand so I say let's just get your air conditioning fixed yeah okay that's that's a reasonable cost I, I like that okay alrighty and and what part of town do you live in I'm uh, in the metro center area. Okay. Up there north, you got Action Auto and Kurtz Automotive, mm -hmm. and they're on the I-17 in Deer Valley and the I-17 in Bell. And I think you should call, if you don't already have a shop, and if they don't have the newfangled refrigeration, suck it out, clean it, put it back in, and top it off. If they don't have that, then talk, talk to Kurtz or talk to Action. All righty? Okay. What's that process called when I talk to them? Just recharging the air conditioning. Oh, um, well, okay. you're going to ask them, do you have the piece of equipment? That's going to that's going to pull out, clean and weigh my refrigerant, and then determine what I'm deficient, and then you can put it back in. So oh. it's it's just a, it's a, an electronic dipstick that we've never had in my life. This is a new piece of equipment, but there's a lot of guys that do have this because we recognize the benefit. Mm -hmm. So. And if not, you can drive clear across town, and I can do it for you. Down, we're down on Warner and I-10, but I think, I think, I think, uh, I think you should, you should talk to Tom at Action, and you should talk to Kurt at Kurt's Auto. I think one of them is going to have this machine. Well, very good. I, I appreciate your help. Okay. Time. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much, Ray. Thank you. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Jeremy, how we doing? Okay. Good enough. So Jeremy says that we're all for, oh, guess who forgot to mute their phone? Mark Salem. I did. I'm sorry. I apologize <laughs> for that. Um, it's my fault because I, I always mute my phone. And here's why. I want to tell you that the majority of my friends are not the kind of people your mother wanted you to hang out with. Okay? Wait, what? The did majority you? of my friends yeah. are not the kind of men that your mother wanted you to hang out and with. And you admit that. Well, they admit it about me. <laughs> they're ornery. They're apersonalities. And they're the kind of guys that text me bad words and make fun of me while I'm on the air. This is your grandson, so I kind of doubt it. But <laughs> I didn't know that. I know. You do. And what's he doing trying to get a hold of me when he knows I I'm on the air? I don't know. Okay. So, but I do have lots of friends that I love with all my heart, but most of them are doggone ornery. Mm -hmm. And so they would uh, they would do that. 602-508-0960. Last but not least, let me tell you about an email that I had. And I had a gentleman said, my car pulls to the right. What do I do? 
and I said, okay, well, the very first thing that we have to do is we have to check the air pressure, make sure that it's even and correct, and then if we're going to drive it, and then we're going to go on city streets and highways to see if the pull changes. Because city streets are crowned to the right. We want to run the water from the center of the roadway to the curb. So in an exaggerated way, the center is higher than the outer number one lane, which is the curb lane, and so the water's going to run to number one lane. So on a highway, it's more flat. So he says to me, the pressure is even. It pulls both on city and highway, and it pulls right. And I said, okay, now at this point, you want to cross the front tires. So the right front goes to the left front, and the left front goes to the right front. So he writes me back, and he goes, now it's pulling to the left. And I said, okay, we cannot assume that the tire on the left is the problem. Now we have to take one of the fronts and swap it to the back. So if we take the left front and we swap it with the left rear and it still pulls to the left, then the bad tire is on the right front, <laughs> if that makes sense to you. Because an alignment is not going to fix this problem. And this is the process that you have to go through with cars today. So when you have a pull, you got to do preliminary. If you think that every time you have a pull, you're going to take it to a shop and have them do an alignment, and that's going to fix it, you're going to be successful about 35% of the time. Because 65% of the time, it's a lot of other things that's causing the pull, and an alignment is not the cure. So just take it for what it's worth. It's 17 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. I'm going to just really fool Jamie. He's probably, or Jeremy, he's probably in the bathroom anyway. But I'm going to take a break right now. What do you think about right that? Right on time. Right on. No, I'm not. It's at 17. I'm supposed to break at 18, aren't I? No. Oh, no, 17. <laughs> See? Oh, you are all mixed I up today. I have lost my mind. Jeremy, yeah. I'm going to be on time. We'll be right back right after this. I did not email any classified material to anyone on my email. 110 emails have been determined to contain classified information. Hillary's lies matter. And September 8th, 960 The Patriot is bringing the biggest political event of the year, Taking Back America, brought to you by Guns Etc., author of Hillary's America, Dinesh D'Souza, Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, and Seth Liebson, moderated by Hugh Hewitt. Tickets, including event info, at 960thepatriot.com. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. I did not email any classified material to anyone on my email. 110 emails have been determined to contain classified information. This election season, the Patriot isn't accepting these lies. Our biggest event yet is coming. There is no classified material. Eight of those chains 
contained information that was top secret. Brought to you by Guns Etc. Dinesh D'Souza, Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Seth Liebson. Moderated by Hugh Hewitt. It's 960 The Patriots Taking Back America. September 8th at Scottsdale Plaza. General admission and VIP meet and greet tickets available now at 960thepatriot.com. It would have been better for me to use two separate phones and two email accounts. Secretary Clinton used several different servers, and she also used numerous mobile devices to send and to read email. Don't change the channel yet. Take America back September 8th. Info and tickets at 960thepatriot.com. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Listen every weekday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. The Seth Liebson Show, weeknights from 6 to 8 on 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Believe me when I tell you we have callers. Believe me when I tell you we have thousands and thousands and maybe, stop hitting me, millions of callers. (laughs) Believe me, this real store is not a disaster, okay? It's not a disaster. All right, let's let's um, let's talk about Kurtz Auto Repair first. Kurtz Auto Repair is one of my good friends. Uh, as a matter of fact, many of the shop owners on my list are very good friends. Uh, I think we respect one another. I respect them as businesses, and they wouldn't be on my list unless I could vouch for them. Kurtz is on I-17 in Bell. He won the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award last year for his classification. He opened up in 1987, and he does both gas and diesel. He has ASE certified technician, and he has a very good diagnostician. This kid is just flat good. So if you're in that area and you're looking for a good repair shop, I-17 in Bell, Kurtz Auto, he'd be the place I'd send you to. Let's go to the phone, and let's see what kind of a disaster that Matt has. Matt, how are you? Uh, pretty good, Mark. Uh, good timing. I just got back into the valley. But, uh, nope. I got a 2001 Beetle. It's a 1.8 liter turbo that okay. throws the EPC code intermittently. And when it does that, it goes into limp mode. And if you EVP? shut the car... Yeah, the... Um, Engine management or EMC engine management computer. Engine management computer. 
Okay, now I when it, it throws it into limp mode, it takes your throttle away from you, right? It takes the throttle away. Um, it will eventually get up to about 40, but it takes, you know, blocks to do. Um, okay. If you shut the car off and let it set for, you know, 10 minutes or so or disconnect the uh, negative cable, hook it back up, code's gone, and the car behaves normally again. Okay. Uh, some, sometimes when it does it, it will throw an engine code. Uh, last time it was uh, the throttle position sensor. Other times it will do it, and no code. Okay. I think, I think do, do you know if you have a throttle-by-wire car? Um, I believe it is. Okay. You see, when, there's, a, there's a throttle pedal, and it has two switches, and then we have two switches on the throttle blades and we no longer have an accelerator cable you have classic symptoms of that system breaking down so when you throttle on a one to five scale I throttle up in the numbers of three the computer and this happens three thousand times a second this trans your computer and your beetle can read 300 Bibles in one second and each Bible is a megabyte so when you, when you throttle up to three, the computer looks at three, and it commands the motor on the throttle blades to go to a three, but then there's a sensor that says, yes, he's at a three. And then the computer looks back at the other sensor and says, are you still at three on both sensors? He says, yes. So the computer's constantly monitoring these four sensors, and they have to be synchronized every single second, and when they don't is what happens to you. So you end up, it takes the throttle away from you, and it's going to mm -hmm. let you just putt around town. And when you reset the car, it takes another look. So depending on the mileage on your 15-year-old car, you're either going to have a throttle pedal problem on one or both of the sensors, and usually they talk about throttle pedal A and B, and the, or you're going to have throttle blades A and B, but the TPS is saying one thing, but the throttle blades have been commanded another, and the TPS, the throttle position sensor, has to coordinate itself and has to be synchronized and has to give back the same value as one of the two sensors. So when we have a discrepancy between the TPS and the value of that wireless sensor, then we're going to shut down the throttle so you can't get hurt. So in okay. your particular case, if I were working on your car, I'd clear the codes, I'd have you drive it. Next time the light came on, I'd have you come and see me. I'd look at the sensors. I'd see if I can find the problem. I would look for any kind of deep codes within the, the serial stream data, historical data, that would lead me. And I would also, there's going to be a value that I can adjust on the TPS, and I'm going to clean your throttle blades as well, because after 14, 15 years, those need to be cleaned. So yeah. that kind of is a process, but you're going to have to work with them. Unless someone sells you on the idea of let's just replace everything on the throttle blades and everything on the pedal, and you ain't going to like that bill. Well, pretty much I do all the maintenance, um, but my specialty is is uh, aircraft maintenance, and uh -huh. I do cars because I have to. And okay. That, that's why I was just getting back in the valley. I just got back from Maricopa taking care of a buddy. Okay, well, if you have that kind of a background, then why don't you get a couple of digital voltometers and plug into both those sensors on the throttle pedal and bring those two digital voltometers up to a piece of plywood and you monitor the activity on those two sensors. Okay. 
You well, can do that. That's 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 possible, and you can do that on the other end too. You can. The TPS has a value of zero to five. It has three okay. wires. One of them, the one of them is ground. The other is talk wire, and the other is a feed wire. So I'm going to feed that sensor, that throttle position sensor, five volts, and what it gives back to me is what I need. The information I need to see. So okay. I got ground. I got five volt reference, and I got what we call talk back. So the one you're going to want to get is the talk back wire. Yeah, so I, that's I all you got to do. Should see a nice smooth uh, sweep on uh, on ohms as it goes through. You know that's that's that you're going to hear that a lot in our industry, but I have never ever found that to be something that you can see. And yeah. and if that's the case, you're going to have to have a an oscilloscope in order to pair out five or ten minutes. You're going to have to go millisecond by millisecond to find the hiccup you think you can find on a small Harbor Freight digital voltometer. Yeah. That ain't going to happen. Yeah. So so you're just looking for some historical data that says, I keep having a problem with sensor throttle pedal B, and then that might be the sensor that you replace. And that the last time it threw a code is um, when I test drive it, I kind of kind of push it. And that's what it did. And, okay. you know, I was I was laying into it, and all of a sudden it just said, "I'm not playing anymore," and you know went into, into yeah. limp mode. Well, limp mode save, saves people's lives, and it's a good thing. It's just pretty aggravating to to track it down. But I appreciate your call, Matt. Thank you very much, Joe. Let's go to Joe real quick. Joe, I don't have much time, but I'm going to have to hold you over the 30 break. But go ahead and ask me your question. Yeah, hi. Uh, Joe? This is Joe from Buckeye. How you doing, my friend? Good, good, good. Good. Okay, I know you're going to hold me over, but basically it's this. I've been uh, having noise in the rear end, and uh, so I went into a shop. I don't need to mention it. And surprise, one like a Firestone. It's not a Firestone, but, you know, one of those. And uh, they okay. said I needed a new axle saver bearing, which they put on, okay? Uh, okay. Afterwards... I noticed a lot of noise coming from the rear end, so I brought it back, and uh, they said that that noise was just like metal on metal, and it was going to wear down after a while and quiet down. Anyway, so that's great, but they checked the, the rear end, and there's some grinding, there's some shavings in there. Long story short, bearings and clutch in the rear end, and they're shooting me an estimate of 1500 bucks. I just okay. wonder. All right, I got exactly what you're talking about. We're going to talk to you in about three minutes, so you stay right there. And, Steve, you stay right there because you're right after him. We'll be right back. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicles so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. You wouldn't dive into a pool without knowing how deep it is. So why would you dig without knowing what's below? Underground utilities are buried all over Arizona. Accidentally strike one and you could be injured or wipe out services like water, power, and internet. Call 811 or click Arizona811.com to have utilities marked first. It's free, easy, and it's the law. Remember, call 811 or click Arizona811.com. Sponsored by Arizona 811 in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement, a plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. Summer isn't fun when you're hungry. If only I had a big test today. Or a book report to give. Give me a math quiz. Give me some homework. If your child relies on free school lunches, we can help provide them with free meals this summer. I'll stay after class. I'll clean the chalkboard. I'll keep my desk real clean. So they can stop worrying about food and start focusing on fun. I'll do extra homework. I'll clean the class pet's cage. I'll skip recess. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. School might end, but free lunches don't have to. Find your local Feeding America food bank for help. Together, we're feeding America. Contact St. Mary's Food Bank Alliance at 602-242-FOOD. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. This station is not responsible for the problems that Mark may cause for the following. Wife's mother's daughter's ex-wives, grandmother's great-grandmother's, stepmother's daughter's, and in-laws. If you find yourself agreeing with everything Mark says, please seek professional help. (laughs) (laughs) Believe me, Jeremy is a disaster, okay? Believe me, Jeremy is a disaster. I'm telling you. All righty. Well, let me tell you real quick about Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange down on Washington and 44th Street. 40th Street, actually. It has been around since 1968. The common denominator on the shops on my list is is these guys are gray-haired guys. We've been around the block as a team. We know what it takes to be successful in car repair, and that's symptom diagnosis, repair, verify the symptoms are gone, and hand them a bill that's less than the amount you told them. That's what it's all about. 
and that's what happens at Automatic Transmission Exchange. So if you need any help with your transmission and you live in Central Phoenix, then Automatic Transmission Exchange is the go-to guy as far as I'm concerned. Automatic Transmission Exchange, we call it ATE, that's the acronym, but Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington in Phoenix. Those that have gray hair. Those that have gray hair. <laughs> that have hair. Very funny. <laughs> to be Very, I have gray hair. I, I couldn't stand oh. Yeah, what you have. Listen, I want to tell you something. I want to say one more political thing. I did not have sex with that woman. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, and believe me when I tell you that. <laughs> I can't. Oh. All right, Joe, let's talk about your rear end noise. Is that okay to talk about Joe's rear end noise? Yes, okay. Ahead. Joe, are you there? All right. Yeah. Well, what happens is, is that, Joe, what I'm happens on the diagnosis on rear ends is, is you got to be a gray-haired guy to do it right because a wheel bearing is going to make a noise on a hard right turn or a hard left turn. It's going, and you're going to be able to sit in the back of the truck, and you're going to be able to identify right side or left side, passenger side, driver side. Those are a little easy to diagnose. The problem is, is as we move towards the pumpkin, as we move towards the center of the differential, we have two carrier bearings, and then we have two or three pinion bearings. So we have five bearings in the in the in the center of that differential. You need to know your stuff to diagnose if it's the outboard pinion or the inboard pinion or if it's, if it's going to be one of the carrier bearings. And that's where we get into this kind of problem. This is the kind of problem we get where we misdiagnose it and it gets ugly. The issue is, is that when we have a wheel bearing go bad, we typically don't, and it depends on your make and model, but typically we don't have a transfer of metal into the fluid. But that's one of the things that I'm sure you guys know is if we're going to be diagnosing a, a whine uh, uh, or a bearing noise on a, on a back end of a, of a differential vehicle, the first thing we're going to do is drag a magnet through the fluid. So um, you don't have any choice. I think what would be fair, and this is what I've seen other shops do, and I think we've actually done this too. When we misdiagnose it, we typically start the new repair bill with the credit of the misdiagnosis. So if they charge you $230 for a wheel bearing, then you start off that $1,500 estimate becomes less $237 a credit. And that kind of puts you back whole where you're at. The question would be is, is do you have a technician that has rebuilt differentials before? What's your warranty on the differentials? And have you got all the possibilities? Now, until we get the differential out, we're not going to know if the ring opinion had took, took a beating. And if that's the case, it's going to be even more expensive. So the question is, is, if we get in there, what's the possibility? Give me worst case scenario. Give me a detailed estimate. And you want to see carrier bearings, pinion ring, ring gear, pinion gear, and pinion bearings. You want to see all of that. Then he says, here's your worst case scenario. It's going to be less than that because not all of this is going to need to be done. I'm just going to find a bad bearing, and that'll be easy. That's kind of how you do it. Um, good luck to you on, on, on this. Um, I, I would think that you'd want to talk to them and be, um, be firm but polite and ask them about the, the, the diagnosis on the wheel bearing and if there is a credit that would be appropriate to be placed on. And, but I want to tell you, on a differential, if they're going to buy a complete third member, which is just unbolt the, the, the pumpkin and put a new pumpkin in, that $1,500 is not a bad price. It's in the middle of the range. 
I know there's other going to be other guys out there that are going to bid that at seventeen, seventeen fifty, and there's going to be other guys that are going to bid it for twelve and thirteen and fourteen. But the fifteen is right in the middle of the sweet spot, and it just depends on what the heck they're bidding. Okay, Mark. Mark, when I first when I first picked up, or you picked up, I just had a short amount of time, so I talked real fast. I didn't get the most important part in there. I've got two hundred eighty-seven thousand okay. miles on this vehicle. It's a two thousand forty one fifty van. And the the people are going to sh- send it out. I don't know who they send it out to, but who, just who would you recommend as a as a shop that just works on that stuff that you trust? You know, I there isn't anybody uh, in the last ten years. Most of the differential guys have gone out of business because there is very few differentials anymore. Most of it's transaxles. And so we're not seeing those kinds of shops that do that on the regular basis. Um, you'd have to come over to the East Valley. I know of a couple. I know we do that work. Um, well, I know that uh, I. You're in Tempe, aren't you? Go, uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm on Warner Road and I-10 just east. Well, we actually but, drive. But you're. From Tempe every Sunday. If we could just drop it off at your place, I'd I'd do that. If if that's what you choose to do, then that is okay. Let me explain. I would want you to <clears throat> drop the vehicle off on the on the east side of the building, and we have a night drop. You lock up your vehicle. You put your keys in the envelope, and you tell them, I want you to diagnose the rear end noise. I want you to give me an estimate, <clears throat> and I want you to call me with your diagnostic charges. Tell me how much it's going to cost me to get to where I need the estimate. And that's the appropriate way to handle it. No matter who shop is, that's the appropriate way to handle it. Then they will do just exactly what I said. They're going to diagnose it. They're going to call you with a diagnostic figure because they may be able to t- drive this thing and just hit the nail on the head. <laughs> they, don't may, they may call you and say, we don't need, we're going to skip the diagnostic process. We know what's wrong with this. We pulled the cover. We can see the bearing races all burnt up. We want to do both carrier bearings. That's what we want to do. So you're, you're welcome to do that. And, and that would be fine. And if you have any problems there, you're going to talk to my daughter Andy, and she's the one that uh, she's the one that you need to talk to if you have a problem. <laughs> okay, Mark. Okay. Dad, I, I really do. I'll I'll, uh, I'll do that. So, and in your shop, I know okay. it's in on Warner, but what's what's the name of it? Or oh, it's Salem it, it? Boys Auto. Oh, just and it's okay, one mile okay. east of uh, Warner Road. And it, Warner Road, of course, has the IKEA store on there. And so you're going to get off on Warner Road as if you're getting going to Tucson. You're going to turn left and go east and go one mile. And on the right-hand side, you'll see a big block building, and there's lots of signs that says Auto Repair and Salem Boys. Great. I appreciate it. It won't be tomorrow, but okay. it'll probably be next Sunday. Or I may bring it during the week if okay. I have an opportunity. So thank you so much. Okay. Nope. No problem. Thank you very much. And, Steve, thank you very much for holding us. Steve, how can I help you? Hey, good morning. Um, 
the hood, and I think you're going to find that where the power brake booster would be, there's going to be what we call a hydro boost unit, and the hydro boost unit is going to have two hydraulic lines, and they're going to end up at the power steering pump. You're, I'm thinking you have that, and you either have that or your diesel doesn't make vacuum, so we can't use a typical vacuum uh, power brake master booster. Um, so I'm thinking that you're going to have a vacuum pump, and I don't know the answer to that. But when we get back, you stay right there. When we get back, we're going to discuss both of them. But if you'll go outside and if you've got two hydraulic lines that go to the assembly that's mounted on the firewall that activates your brakes, then we can talk about that. So you do that during the break, and I'm going to take a break, and we'll be right back right after this. Michael Medved explains the problems facing police today. The crime rate is down nationally half of what it was in 1990. Does this mean that people don't get pulled over who shouldn't get pulled over? Does it mean that there isn't a problem? No, there is a problem. But the problems are not problems of policing at their core. They're a problem of schools, of neighborhoods, of family structure, of economy and economic opportunity. The Michael Medved Show, weekdays at 1, right before Mark Levin at 3, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is, when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC-certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. The following is a paid political announcement. Hello, I'm Dr. Kelly Ward, and I'm running for the United States Senate. I'm talking just to you today. Early ballots are out, and the Republican primary is August 30th. This is your time to step forward and truly make a difference. Only about 25% of the registered voters will cast a ballot in this crucial primary. You can be part of that percentage, or even increase it, by being decisive and voting for me, a fresh, new, dynamic leader to replace the old, tired ideas of John McCain. I know you 
you've been listening to me and my conservative platform to fight for AZ, not DC. It won't happen without you. Your actions can speak louder than my word by being part of the Kelly Ward team to make me your next United States Senator. The time is now. Cast your early ballot for Kelly Ward or go to the polls on August 30th. I will be the answer you've been seeking, the voice you need, the leader for true Arizona Republicans. I'm Kelly Ward. I approve this message. Paid for by Ward for Senate. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 6 to 8 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. I'm retired Rear Admiral Jim Simons, former captain of the USS Ronald Reagan, and you're listening to the home of Decision 2016, 960 The Patriot. And welcome back, everybody. 47 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. I'm going to talk real fast and tell you all about Action Auto Repair at I-17 in Deer Valley. Tom, who owns Action Auto Repair, is actually not at work for a while. He went to Minnesota to work on his cabin, and he fell off of a ladder, shattered his ankle. He had surgery, and now he's laid up there. But I can assure you he has staff that will fill in just nicely, and and they're a good shop. Deer Valley, North Phoenix, since 1983. I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. They have ASE Master Certified Technicians. They've got a BMW Certified Technician, and they want to help you as vehicle owners to understand what they're doing and why so that you can make informed decisions based on your needs. So that's Actions Auto, Action Auto Repair at I-17 in Deer Valley. Steve, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm right here. Okay. Um, so I'm thinking that you got a couple of lines going to the power steering pump. The... What I have is I have the big can behind the master cylinder that has a single hose. It looks like it has a, a one-way valve on it that goes. I have a belt-driven vacuum uh, pump um, okay. for, the, for the power brake. And okay. is, I had some PM service that had to be done on the truck, and I also requested them, could you please, you know, uh, look at my hard pedal. And this is what you have to do to duplicate it. So when I picked up the truck, um, paid my bill, um, went out and got in the truck, and within a mile of the shop, I almost rear-ended somebody because my hard pedal came back. Okay, let, let's get to, let's get to the diagnosis because none of that makes any difference. You know, you you can deal with that shop as you see fit. Um, I would tee into the line. And I would build a T, and I'd run a vacuum gauge inside, and I would just watch the vacuum. Because the question is, is is it substandard vacuum at the booster, or is the booster itself defective? If the booster is self ex- itself defective, then you're going to see that in the vacuum readings. The, the vacuum readings will be substantial, and they'll be high and be nice, although the pedal changes from operating normally to rock-hard pedal. So... If you take the back the master cylinder and slide it forward, and if you've got a bunch of fluid running out of the back of the master cylinder, then you look inside, or you take some cotton and you run inside it, and if it's full of brake fluid, then you've got a booster problem. So the question is real simple. is Do you have a booster problem, or do you have a vacuum problem? And somebody has to figure that out before they can tell you what it's going to take. But the intermittent part of brakes are fine, brakes, got a, I have a rock-hard pedal, can be caused by either the vacuum pump, or the, even that check valve, or the, the uh, booster itself. 
I got to run. I got some other callers. But if you want to continue the conversation, Mark at MarkSalem.com. For any of you, Mark at MarkSalem.com. Jim, you're up next. How can I help you, Jim? Yes, I have a 2000 Chevy Lumina with 186,000 miles on it. And I'm pretty sure I know what the problem is. Is I'm not quite sure where to look. It has to do with the air conditioning system. When I'm uh, cruising normal on either AC or max AC, it comes out the bi-level fine. And as soon as I uh, kick it in the, as soon as I step on the gas hard, it goes from the bi-level to the floor. And as soon as I let off the gas, it goes back to the bi-level. So I'm assuming I have a vacuum problem. I just don't know where to look. Okay. And, and, and you do have a vacuum problem. The question is, is it the source of the vacuum or is it the mode switch? And um, frankly, I had the dash um, off, and uh, it, I thought maybe I had a vacuum-controlled electrical switch, and there's no vacuum going to the actual blower motor switch itself. So no, 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 that's not, it's on the head. It's it's the mode switch, and you're not going to be able to see it that it's bad. It's a, it's a $20 part. It's this little pancake device got some vacuum nipples on it, and when it comes loose, then that typically causes 186,000 miles. Uh, I'd be willing to bet that the odds are about uh, 9 to 1 that the mode switch is bad. And uh, like I said, it takes $100 to take it out, and the switch is probably 20 bucks. And uh, you also want to go to the source of the vacuum, which is going to be a vacuum tee on the intake manifold, and you want to shine a flashlight inside that tee to make sure that it's not plugged with carbon, because that will also cause the problem. So you have to make sure that you have a good vacuum supply going into the dashboard, and you have to know where that circuit's at. The diagnostic on this probably isn't going to be 50 bucks, so, well, 50 to 75, I'll, I'll open it up that wide. But somebody should be able to diagnose this for 50 to 75 dollars, and I'm assuming that's a third to a half an hour worth of labor. And somebody can tell you exactly what it is, and probably give you an estimate as well, but I'm betting it's the mode switch, and if you just go by a mode switch and then you dig for it, you're going to find it as part of the head, and uh, you'll be able to take it out and, and replace it. All right? Awesome. Thank you very much. All right. Good. Thank you. Wayne, you're up next. Wayne, how can I help you? I've got a 2009 Chrysler Town and Country, 4-liter engine, 6-speed tranny, and when I shift from reverse into park or from neutral into park, from occasionally I get a bit of a clunk, feels like there's some slop in there that doesn't feel normal to me. Okay. Uh, how many miles are on this? 56,000. Okay. Most of the time you get a clunk, intermittent clunk, it's because the idle is changing. Sometimes the idle, it, it wants to be at 600, 650 in drive, and it's not obvious to go up to 750 or 800 in park because you don't have the load of the transmission. So sometimes that idle will creep up on us, and it'll get up to the 900,000 mark, and we can't have that because when you go to a gear, you're going to have a clunk. So we have to check it and verify the idle settings to make sure that they're appropriate. And you don't have a screw on your town and country. There is a computer that controls that, but there's dirty throttle blades, the PCB valve problems that can cause problems, as well as the TPS, and what we call setting, resetting minimum idle authority, which is to synchronize all three of the things that actually make that car idle. 
So you'd be looking at that. You'd also be looking at broken engine mounts, and you'd also be looking at front axles that have worn joints. But you haven't said anything about a vibration at highway speeds, so that probably eliminates front axle wear. Okay. So, again, just pay attention to the idle tachometer in the town and country. Um, Mark, let me say this. I think there's a technical problem with your equipment. Your voice comes over very garbled. Your guest's call-in voice is very clear to me, and I'm having trouble understanding that last question you asked. Okay. In an idle, in an idle with an idle focus here, do you ever find that the idle fluctuates uh, high or low in, in between park and neutral, air conditioning on, air conditioning off? I have not noticed that, but I actually have not you know, checked or tested for that. Okay. Well, most of the time what you described is an idle issue that just needs some adjustment or cleaning. We would clean the throttle blades. We would clean the idle air control motor. We would reset the TPS value because a high idle of 100 RPM over specification will cause the clunk you talk about. Because you didn't say anything about a vibration at highway speed, I'm going to eliminate any drivetrain slop which would indicate that the front axles are worn out. Plus, you don't have enough miles to wear out the front axles at 56,000. So you can do this. Try to try 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 this. Try this for me. I want you to make shifts with no air conditioning on. And then I want you to turn on the air conditioning and make shifts. And let me know if the clunk goes away when the air conditioning's off. Because we kick the idle up when we turn the air conditioning on. Sure. And maybe that adjustment is the one that we need to, to feather down a little bit. So you're going to do, when you get a clunk, you're going to go back to park. You're going to turn the air off, and you're going to put it back in the drive. And if there is a clunk, good. And if there isn't, good. But that's going to help us diagnose it. So just go back and forth between your neutral and your low gear as you work it with and without air. And make sure you give it 10 seconds in between the shifts. And that should should help the technician diagnose your problem. Okay. I appreciate everybody's call. You can always email me at mark at marksalem.com. Mark at marksalem.com. Obviously, our website is my name, marksalem.com. I answer every email if you leave me your phone number and tell me a good time to call. I usually call you on my blocked cell phone, my blocked cell phone for obvious reasons. It makes it easier for me to call my girlfriends and stuff like that. Ow, quit taking me. So anyway, um, and, I, and I do like to call because I don't like to type, type that much. And oftentimes you left out information, so I'll have questions to ask you because diagnosis problems has to do with two-way communication between you and the service rider, you and the technician, or you and the owner of the company. And that's why I ask lots of questions because it will help me hone in on your problem. And that's hopefully what your shop will do as well, is ask you lots of questions. Does the clock appear cold or hot? Is it first thing in the morning or after it's fully warmed up? Is it with the air conditioning on or off? Is there ever a vibration 60, 70, 80 miles an hour that you've noticed? Those are the kind of questions that help us. And you answering those questions saves you diagnostic money. Your diagnostic money is important because if you decide it's got a clunk, you can end up with 100 or $200 worth of diagnostic money where if they would have asked you more questions and you would have answered them truthfully, they could shortcut that answer. So anyway, 
Next week we'll be here between 10 and noon, 15 seconds. Next week we'll be here between 10 and noon, and, um, and we'll be talking about cars. But my email is mark at marksalem.com. Mark with a K at marksalem, like the cigarette, dot com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.